Honestly, the most unrealistic part is not the cat that can talk to Sabrina telepathically. It's not the witches. It's not the weird hooved-like baby. It's that no one noticed the Madame Satan go on. Hello, and welcome to our Chaos Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 29-year-old journalist from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass moms and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And if I had a familiar, it would literally just be my cat, Kobe. Because mm-hmm. he's cute and he's useless. Yeah. I think he'd be a bad familiar, but he would be my familiar. Yeah, would he be able to save you from... Absolutely not. Okay. No. But he might be able to give me crappy advice. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and my name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23-year-old actor and filmmaker. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the hundred script on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And if I had a familiar, I think like I would want it to be a dog, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it would be. You know, well, why I mean? wouldn't it just be a Robin? <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> Like, I respect your joke. Thank you. But, like, why would I want it to be a bird? Also, robins aren't even pretty birds. They're just fat. Anyway, it'll be an armadillo. Thanks. Oh, my God. I love armadillos. Hold that one out right at the last second. It's a great choice. They're so cute. Today, we have words to say about episode 101 of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, October Country. (laughs) That was dramatic. This episode will contain spoilers for the entirety of season one of Chaos. You have been warned. Warn. You have been warned. Um, So, October Country. Uh, The October Country is a 1955 collection of 19 macabre short stories by American writer Ray Bradbury. I always thought that macabre was pronounced macabre. That's fair. And I thought that it was fancy. There was, oh, what's the word? There's this word that, like, I didn't know how to properly pronounce it um, until, like, college. Oh, boy. And I'm trying to remember what it was. Mine was uh, Potomac. I thought it was the Potomac. That's fair. Yeah, until recently. Yeah. Like, really recently. It's another adjective. I know, <laughs> I know it's an adjective. Well, while Robin brainstorms about uh, adjectives, how about you guys listen to our thoughts after we just watched the episode? Yes, we will revisit those thoughts and... Uh, Sorry. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> is, this is us fresh off of watching the episode. No spoilers, because all we did was finish the episode and then record it. Yeah. So here we go. So. This is our thoughts on episode one. <laughs> we don't really have like a... We don't have a structure, we don't have a... Or a template at this no. point. We're just kind of, like, talking about... I assume that... I mean, obviously, this is probably going to only be maybe probably less than 10 minutes long. I'm eating a raisin. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's eating. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we're hoping that some sort of template makes Will itself emerge. known. Yeah. But as of right now, we're just kind of talking about our, f- uh, our, our first thoughts on the first episode, which mm-hmm. is called October Country. Yeah, we just, we waited a really long time to watch this show. Yeah, we're like real late about it, but um, we're here. We've done it. Yeah. Um, Do you have any thoughts? I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of mad that I waited this long to watch it because I'm like, oh, obviously I enjoy it. Yeah, it's like exactly your type of thing. Yeah, it's Um, uh, not quite your type of thing. There were at least three points in which I had to look away. (laughs) Um, But that's okay. Yeah, There was a lot of screaming, ew. Not even at points that were totally gross, but, you know. Well, you've taken on that Shane Dawson thing where you just say ew at everything. Yeah. So. Ew. I like the cat. (laughs) I like the, like, integration of, like, the familiars. So, like, Salem Mm. wound up being her familiar instead of just, like, an annoying talking relative that's trapped in a cat's body. I find that Madam Satan's familiar is just basically the crow from uh, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was trying to make that sort of thing where it's like Sleeping Beauty with this and then with the biting of the apple, kind of like poison scary stuff Mm -hmm. is Snow White. Yeah. And uh, maybe her baptism being at midnight and everything changing at midnight. Oh, Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh my God. I'm just making things up. No, I kind of like that. I like the like... The princess. She's she's a dark princess. Maybe that will continue on. Uh, we saw Tati. We did see Tati. Tati Gabrielle. And her friend Dorcas. Yeah. 
That's a name. That, that is, is a name. It's a, it's a name. Yeah. Um, I've actually met someone named Dorcas. She was absolutely wonderful. Mm. I've met someone named Tati. Yeah, you've met Tati. We, we've <laughs> met Tati. <laughs> um... She just I like, like show, she just showed up to Unity Days for free, didn't she? Yeah. She showed up to a convention that we were at and she was just like, hey, I'm here. And we were like, hey, you're here. Hey, what's up? Um, we both wanted to join the Wicca Club. Oh my god, I love how like just loudly feminist Sabrina is. Mm-hmm. She's just loudly. like loudly. Yeah, she's like, hello, I am woman, hear me roar. I like her relationship with Harvey so far. Yeah, it's cute. In a in an innocent teenage way. In a I'm 16 years old way. Yeah. Which is like, like, I remember being 16 and feeling that same way. I think that the way that she, like, everything was explained, um, like, the whole dark baptism thing was explained, was not, was, like, really well done. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it could have been clunky. Like, parts of it were clunky in which they were just like, she was like, but why ants? And then the ants were like, this is why, even though she would know, you yeah. know? But in her telling Harvey all of these things and then taking away his memory was, mm-hmm. like, really well done, I thought. And it's, like, so wonderfully Gen X for her to be, like, just, like, this, like, questioning, rebellious teen. Mm. Like, it, I love that part of it. Yeah. Where she's just like, I'm going to question the ways that we've been doing things because we shouldn't do them just because people said we should. Yeah. Which is, like, an age-old storytelling device, but I really like the way it's, like, got, like, a modern spin on it. Mm-hmm. Especially with its feminist slant. Yeah. So, I like that. What are your Ambrose thoughts? I like Ambrose. Yeah, I like He him seems too. like an extremely chaotic person. Oh, fully. I really want his Aloha from Hell shirt, mm-hmm. which I Googled and they're like all ugly. So oh. I'm not sure what to do about that. You can design your own. I could. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the Hawaiians would love that a lot. Mm, so, fair. yeah. Ooh, you should tell them about my funny worm joke. Ew. Okay. She decided that Sabrina, like, using the apple to determine, using the apple basically as a magic eight ball. Ambrose said, make sure that there's no worms in it. And Robin said, yeah, because what if they're the ones who get all of the knowledge? Because the thing is that when you pick the apple, you get all the knowledge because you take a bite of it. Mm -hmm. But if there's a worm inside and it takes a bite before you, then the worm gets all the knowledge. You end up with a woke worm. And the worm can't run away from... (laughs) The worm can't run away from Carl's Jr. How's he going to do it? (laughs) The worm was like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) <laughs> the Which knowledge is, of the universe is in my tiny worm brain. <laughs> That's do worms even have brain? The worms always say, "What's going on? What's going on? What's going on?" That's their lie. <laughs> already screaming that. Yeah, I have so much in common with worms. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Maybe I am a worm. Wow. Wow. It's like something re- I don't want to be your roommate. Yeah, that's fair enough. This show's really gross so far, so I'm really excited. About yeah, it. I like how disgusting it is. Not really about that life, but I loved how. Um, in Riverdale fashion, they gave you, like, the fact that the dude who got stabbed was adopted, and then they said he was a witch, so you were able to be like, aha, because he was adopted mm. and his family didn't know. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it helps that it's the exact same writers, hey? Yeah, ex- yeah no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I also kind of want to be a witch. Also, oh my god, you know what we do need to talk about? Mm. The fact that the Church of Satan is suing Netflix for $150 million over, like, uh, one, a statue that they used, yeah. and two, like, they make the Church of Satan look ridiculous. And I'm like, first of all, I respect the Church of Satan because, like... You do you. Yeah. But, um, it's a TV show. Yeah. I think you're gonna be okay. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I remember the thing we were gonna talk about. Hmm. We you we were really pleased with the reveal that, like, that tree was the place where the witches were hung. Oh, that hanged. was so cool. Sorry. It kind of seems like a sacred place that, like, no one actually thinks is sacred. Yeah. So I would like for something else to happen in that maze. Interested in Carl's Jr.'s story. Is he Satan or what? Like, what is he? Is he supposed to be her twin brother or whatever? Oh, ew. Because he had like gold legs. Did you explain to people who Carl's Jr. is for? Oh, if you didn't listen to our trailer reaction, Carl's Jr. is the creepy goat man. We decided to call him Carl's Jr. because we didn't know what else to call him. We don't know his name. And we really like um, naming things after fast food restaurants because it sounds funny. Yeah. Yeah. But Plus, sure he kind of looks like the junior of a big guy. They would know that, though, if... Because we probably already explained it in the actual know. episode that we're doing. But You never know what we're going to do. That's cute. Because then now we'll get to the episode and be like, oh, we already explained it. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. We, already, we already did that. Chill. We're so cute. I think, like, Carl's Jr. is the small version of the guy who brings Ragnarok 
from Thor Ragnarok. You haven't seen Thor- the fact that you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok is genuinely so upsetting to me. I don't watch superhero movies. <sighs> yeah, but Thor Ragnarok isn't like. <sighs> I saw the Andrew Garfield one of Spider Man. That's like the latest one. Why I did you see that one? I like Emma Stone. Okay, well that's fair. I mean, she dies in it, but that's fair. No, I watched the first one. Oh, she dies in the second one. Yeah, I yeah. know. But that's the only one I watched was the first one. All right. Okay. Do we have any other thoughts? I think we're good for now. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, listen, we might be watching one of these a day or we'll be back later tonight to talk to you again. Yeah. You never know. I want to see what's going on with Madame Satan. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all saw that coming. So far, my favorite character is Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Sabrina. Yeah. yeah. And Salem. Yeah. He's a good kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kiss his head. <laughs> would he like that? Yes. Okay. I would like it if more people kissed my head, but I have to know them. Okay. Okay. So I guess that's fair. Cats yeah. probably get their heads kissed and they don't know people. Yeah. For instance, you kiss my cat's head all the time, whether he wants it or not. He knows me, though. Yeah. Yeah. He does know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good talk. I just feel bad for cats now. They can't give their consent. Yes, they can, because well, if they don't go, like something, ah! they freaking bite you. I guess that's true. That makes me feel better, because if they don't bite you, you're like, cool. If they don't bite or they don't scratch, they're fine. Okay. If they scratch or they bite, like, our old cat, Sammy, who was a black cat, if you picked him up, he would um bite you in the face. Like, hold onto your cheek and bite you in the face. Ew. So, um, yeah, cats can definitely give consent, yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's not really, is it relevant? Not really. Well, maybe. Who knows? Okay. We're having fun. That's it. Okay. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Listening. We'll see y'all later. Bye. (laughs) Okay. What are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on that? Were we stupid? My thoughts were, yeah, we were stupid. My thoughts were that us wondering who like Satan was Mm -hmm. didn't really go anywhere because it turned out, I guess that was like the dark Lord. I still don't really get it. He's not as big as I thought he would be. Right. Because, like, you look at the Gargoyle King in Riverdale, and that guy's huge. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, we never really got Carl's Jr.'s story. No. Uh, yeah. And honestly, I'm not really that interested in it, so, uh... I'm, I I want to know all about the Dark Lord. I'm not, bye. I, th- I still think our worm joke is really funny. Woke worms. Woke worms. Um, appreciate Brittany eating her raisins. They will make multiple cameos. Yeah, if I sound a little odd, it's because I'm eating raisins while we record, because I thought, hey, this is something that I should do. And looking back, it's like, I'm glad I did it, but I regret it. <laughs> I really liked my, like, whole thoughts about, like, the princesses. I I mean, that never went anywhere, but no. I just thought it was cool. I'm a genius. The thing that I think was the most intriguing about our thoughts was the twin thing. Yeah. Because we still, as of now, don't really know what that was about. Mm-hmm. And, like, was that foreshadowing the Blackwood twins? Twins are everywhere. Like, was Sabrina a twin? The Blackwood twins? Um, you know, there are a whole lot of twins in Riverdale in the same sort of, like, universe, right? So it's like, twins are a huge deal. I was literally like, what twins are in Riverdale? Um, duh. Cheryl. Cheryl. Jason. Yeah. Clifford. Yeah. Claudius. Don't worry about it. Okay. I don't know. Let's get into it, beach. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is just quickly recap the episode. I mean, quickly, I mean, I hope it's quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw some Britney comments in here just because, like, it's me. And I think that would spice things up. Just to give everyone a refresher of what happened in the episode, and then we're going to kind of freeform talk about it. Yes. Okay. So, Sabrina helpfully narrates her life to introduce us to her half-witch self who lives in IRL, Halloween Town. Yeah. Jealous. We also meet her boyfriend, Harvey, and her friends, Susie and Roz. We also meet her teacher, Ms. Wardwell, future MILF in the making. Mm. Sabrina asks her to join them at Dr. Cerberus's. I have such a hard time saying that word. Dr. Cerberus's? Dr. Cerberus's. 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 Uh, but Ms. Wardwell has, like, um, she has, like, a whole other plot line, so she she can't join them. Okay. Yeah. Harvey walks Sabrina home to the mortuary that she lives at, which I think should have tipped him off that she was a witch sooner, yeah. just well, on, based on that fact. Um, he gives her a necklace and uh, tells her that he loves her. What is on it? I, I don't- ne- I've never figured out what is actually on it. I think it. it looked vaguely like a gravestone to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's, romantic. Al- it's always Halloween there. That's true. Um, she tells him that she loves him too because teenager. Yep. Ms. Wardwell gets super killed after telling Madam Satan in a different body about witches for some unprompted reason. And then she turns like Madam Satan into Ms. Wardwell and it's like, it's fine. Um, she also tells the Dark Lord that she's going to bring Sabrina to him because all dudes who go by Dark Lord have weird obsessions with magical teenagers. Mm. 
Um, a bat flies into Sabrina's window and she kills it. We still don't know why she did this. Because Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got the job. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Good for you! She killed the bat because I think she was putting it out of its misery, but I feel like she could have just been like, um, magic bat, uh, please kill yeah. the bat, and then it would have. I think they were just like trying to show us that Sabrina can be a little bit dark, and I'm like, why would you kill a bat? They're just like flying puppies. And then she's like, I am very sad about this dead bat that died. I'm like, you killed it, but whatever. You killed it. Does this have something to do with batty bat later? Batty bat? <gasps> Um, oh, also, okay, we're about to meet Hilda and Zelda. Important. They are nothing like in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm. They and her cousin Ambrose are all obsessed with her upcoming dark baptism. Baptism. And they said that she needs a familiar. I need one, too. Yeah. Ambrose wants to know if Sabrina has told her friends that she won't be able to see them after her baptism, which she super hasn't. And P.S. Ambrose is under house arrest, but we won't find out why until, like, episode eight or something. Yeah. It's a good reason, though. Yes, I have thoughts on that. Yeah, I tried to blow up the Vatican. Mm -hmm. You know how it be. Cute. Um, Sabrina summons a familiar, but she gets interrupted by the Weird Sisters, not the band. Yeah. But a different trio. Yeah. And they're like, hey, um, we're gonna curse you because you're half-blood and we don't want you at our super secret Hogwarts. Yeah. So, she tries to wash off the hex at school and finds her friend Susie crying because a bunch of football players are bigoted and pulled up their shirt to check their gender. Uh-huh. And then Sabrina reports it and her garbage principal's like, oh, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, he's like, actually, um, I think I don't want to deal with this, so can you, like give this to a different principal to deal with? Yeah. Yeah. And then Ms. Wardwell shows up and Sabrina and Harvey fail to notice that she's hot now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't cute. Um, But she and Sabrina bond over Miss Andrew and their mutual hatred of their principal. And Sabrina decides to start a feminist club. Love it. Madam Satan narrates her purpose in luring Sabrina the Dark Lord to her familiar, who she's going to kill later. She like talks to her like raven familiar and she's like my beloved familiar blah 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 and then she like freaking murders it why would she do that i don't get it if your familiar is there to like protect you it makes no sense to me but i don't why we shall not question the motives of madam satan i never do do i zelda is super excited i always do (laughs) yeah zelda is super excited that a mortal dude got murdered mortal mortal in quotation marks Sabrina tells Harvey that she's leaving, then that she's the witch, and then she takes it back because he was too shook by it. Could not handle it. Mm-hmm. And Hilda and Zelda confirm that Sabrina is in fact still cursed by cracking an egg. Ew. It was gross. Yeah. And Zelda thinks that the Weird Sisters are jealous because Sabrina is the daughter of a high priest, which is hilarious because Prudence yep. is the daughter of the current high priest. That's some foreshadowing, Beach. Hmm. Sabrina takes a decursing bath and randomly dreams about her parents bringing two babies into the woods and one has hoofed feet. Don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I literally wrote in this IDK. I was, like, I think in the last one I was just like, is Carl Jr. Sabrina's brother? Yeah, no. and it's like, but maybe. I know, that would make more sense. I mean, he also wants to be her, like, husband, though, so. Yeah, I have to go. But Madam Satan, that's also Madam Satan's husband? I don't know. They're all married to the Dark Lord. Yeah. It's a weirdly patriarchal society. Sister wives. I gotta go. Okay. I don't want to be here anymore. Okay. Okay, so Sabrina and Ambrose send an army of spiders after the principal to scare him into taking time off. Again, you know, spiders, forests. Aragog. Salem finally shows up and declares himself Sabrina's familiar, but don't get it confused because they're equals. Mm-hmm. Because it's 2018. Yeah. We don't actually know what year it is in this show and we this never year. will. She asks her aunt if it's possible to like reschedule her dark baptism because she if, has like stuff to do. As if, Sabrina. Yeah. And, I'd be offended just like Zelda is. Yeah. I'd be like, excuse me. But she does point out that witch law sounds like super kind of patriarchal. That's true. And I think that's a very fair point. And since she's unsure, Ambrose says she needs to find a magical apple that will tell her secrets. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina and Roz get their club approved thanks to the spiders. They call it Wicca, which I want to join. I love the fact, I think it's really important that it has the word intersectional in it. I yes, think that's it really does. And I exactly. Love that. That's why I want to join it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sabrina asks Madam Satan for life advice, which I think is a bad choice all around. Ambrose does an autopsy and finds that the dead kid Zelda was excited about was a witch, which is a plotline that ends up going absolutely nowhere, nowhere. other than to kind of help uh, Ambrose get laid. Yeah. Yeah. Sabrina and Harvey go apple picking and Sabrina goes through a maze to get to her magic apple. After briefly getting chased by a sentient scarecrow and saved by Salem, Sabrina just kind of shrugs it off. She's like, oh yeah, just another day here in Greendale. Whatever. Like, she doesn't even look behind her after. No. She's just she, like, eh. and She doesn't even question who set the scarecrow. She yeah. never worries about it again. It's weird. She's like, yeah, just like, scarecrows come to life and try to kill me all the time. Eh. Yeah. So, um, she goes and gets her apple and then she bites it and then there's worms and then there's Satan and then there's visions. She's at the tree and the witches and the 
just a lot of there's a lot of imagery going on mm-hmm. here. But luckily we know about those hanged witches because Madame Satan like really helpfully like info dumped about them earlier. Yeah. Satan emerges from the tree, which is neat. And then she says his name is Carl's Jr. I'm sorry, Carl's Jr. emerges from the tree, which is neat. Um, I still think he's not as impressive as the Gargoyle King in Riverdale. Agree. Full shade. She spits out the apple and goes home to be greeted by the worst possible sight in the world, which is the nasty-ass presence of Lord Blackwood, and I wish he would cut his nails. End of episode. His nails honestly offend me. They're gross. No woman can ever be pleased by a man with nails that long. Wasn't an accident. But everyone kind of, like, is like, she she talks to Hilda and Zelda at one point, and she's like, the weird sisters implied something about my parents, and I'm like, is this just something we're gonna have to wait for in season two? Or are the weird sisters just, like, jerks, and they're just, like... I mean, we know they're jerks. Yeah. Yeah. But that's one thing that I've really been wondering about, especially because in this episode, Hilda agrees that a number of times Sabrina's parents said they wanted her baptized. Mm-hmm. But then Hilda was the one who got her a Catholic baptism. Yeah. So. But but Zelda doesn't know that, right? So Hilda's yeah. being like, sure, yeah, totally. But why go along with it in the first place? The Catholic baptism? No, the the dark baptism. Can and you like rephrase that? Like why blatantly lie? Why and, why, and should, say, why is Hilda blatantly? Yeah, like because Hilda blatantly says they were adamant about her doing her dark baptism a number of times. Mm-hmm. But they both would know the truth, which is that their mother didn't that Serena's mother didn't want that. My thought about that is that maybe um since like they were going to do the dark baptism and Zelda knew that her father wanted that and since uh, I'm sure her mother, whose name is Diana, yes, um, was like, Hilda's the nice one. So I'll just be like, Hilda, will you help me do this? And just Hilda knows. That's what I thought. Okay. And, but, and like, yeah. it, was, it was in secret and Zelda didn't know that she wasn't totally up for the- No, I figured all of that. It just kind of confused me that Diana was also like, we want her to go through a dark baptism as well. Oh, and then she lied. Yeah. To them after. Yeah. Right. That's the thing that had me a little bit puzzled. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So that was weird. I'm hoping that gets explored in season two. Mm-hmm. My next question was, what's with the bat? Yeah, just what's with the bat? Yeah. I don't have an answer or anything. I just want to know what was up with the bat. I mean, looking back on it now, like, I find that bat is, like I said before, a really, like, you know, most of the name batty bat. Um, <laughs> batty bat. Like, you know what? Here's a good point. They all have letters in common. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They use the B twice and the A twice and the T twice all in the same order. Oh my good. Yeah. As for what it was actually the point of, like. I think it was genuinely just to show that this is not your mom, Sabrina. Yeah. And I mean, if I can make, if I can make something up. Oh, go for it. Um, potentially that's like the first look that we see at the actual cemetery Mm -hmm. like it's like mortuary but like a mortuary doesn't necessarily have a cemetery with it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so her being like yeah you can put in the cemetery gives us a reason for sabrina and then also ambrose who's also in that scene to go out into the cemetery and be like okay here it is okay i don't know i see second question this is still on the subject of animals okay What's up with Zelda's stuffed dog familiar? I have such a great answer. Tell me. Uh, well, okay, well, okay, well, I don't have an answer for, like, why he's stuffed, but I have some thoughts about his name. Okay. Um, his name is Vinegar Tom. She said his name was Vinegar Tom. She sure did. Is he dead? And, like- She just doesn't have a familiar anymore? Taxidermied? I think so. If so, the only other person who we know has a dead familiar is Madame Satan at the end of the series. Yeah. Um, slash, we don't really know what most people's familiars are, and that's because they're not allowed to bring them to school, right? Hilda's were spiders. Hilda's were spiders. Did Ambrose? Was, is he not allowed to have one because he's, like, in Possibly, trouble or something? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, um, so here's a cool thing about Vinegar Tom. Okay. Which I th- found really interesting. Vinegar Tom is the title of a 1976 play by the British playwright Carol Churchill. The play examines gender and power relationships through the lens of 17th century witchcraft trials in England. The script employs features of the epic theater associated with German playwright Bertolt Brecht, which I know things about because I went to school about it. Um, particularly with its realistic use of songs as well as the added anachronism of the actors who perform the songs in modern dress despite the fact that the play was set in the 17th century. I love when they do stuff like that. I know, it's so cool. Um, I've done Shakespeare shows like that where we uh, dress in a different era. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. 
Um, we did Twelfth Night in 50s Beachwear. Mm-hmm. And then we did King Lear, Modern Day, Political. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The play's title comes from the name of one character's pet cat. So that's interesting that it's a cat in the play. Supposed to be her familiar spirit, likely inspired by the supposed imp of one Elizabeth Clark, a woman tried and executed for witchcraft in Essex in 1645. The play was inspired by the Women's Rights Act in 1970 and explored the thought that women were treated unequally to men in England, both at the time in which the play takes place and the time in which the play was written. Go on! So this is literally, like her familiar spirit so i just wanted to say that i think it's a little bit weird (laughs) that zelda is just like sabrina you're naming him salem that's so obvious that we're witches duh and she's like your familiar's name is vinegar tom if someone did some googling (laughs) they would know you're a witch yep aunt zelda yep whatever plus she kind of subscribes to an incredibly patriarchal society considering uh Mm -hmm. she seems to have quite a feminist sounding familiar yeah so okay <laughs> all right um don't know what to do about that interesting but um i do want to know like do familiars just live forever or i think so because they're like goblins right they're not yeah. they're not just animals so she must have killed her own familiar at some point point. and hilda seems to have more than one is it yeah because she i think needs... it's the whole army of spiders is her familiar is it because she like needs more protection or maybe each time she comes back she has a new spider oh my gosh that's how many times that yeah. Zelda's freaking killed. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're laughing, but, like, I'm so tired of Zelda treating Hilda like garbage. Yeah. Which, I like, was actual plot point this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Why did Madame Satan see fit to slip into Ms. Wardwell's body when she was in a teenage girl's body? She could have easily just enrolled at the school. And been friends with Sabrina. Yeah, that would have been much faster. It would have been faster. I think the main reason is that, like, clearly with the example of Sabrina being like, you can come with us to, like, the little restaurant, like, little bookstore thing and, like, hang out with us. is like, very clear that Sabrina already had, like, a trust in Miss Wardwell. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like... Would it be faster then to enroll in the school and have to gain her trust when oh, she okay. has a really um core group of friends already and that's she's true. about to leave too? Ooh, that's true. And she's hiding something so she doesn't want to let anybody else in. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just saying things. Lilith was just not about that. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All questions resolved for me then. Great. How about I, you? I have some. All right. Okay. This um, is just us asking questions of the podcast because we're just like, at this point, we've seen the whole show. Mm-hmm. We know the whole plot. Yeah. We're still confused. Yeah. I wouldn't say that all of mine are questions. There are a whole lot of question marks on here, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of my things is just kind of like pointing out cool references and stuff too. So the movie theater is showing Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. which is interesting because Tommy Kinkle. Oh, snap. Right? Also, they're coming to get you, Barbara. It's a quote from Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he was just saying that because zombies. Oh, my God. I like that when they were at the movie theater, Sabrina was going to protect Susie from the bullies. Like, they saw the bullies and mm-hmm. she, like, looked back to Susie and were like, we're going to get through this before they see Miss Wardwell. Um, uh, But I felt really bad for Wardwell because she was just, like, a nice lady who yeah. lived by herself. And I noticed that she was religious, like, ooh, actually, she had, like, a cross. Yeah. So I feel like next time we're in Wardwell's home, I want to check to see if the cross is now upside down. It is. You pointed that out while we were watching, and you were laughing about it. You were like, the cross is upside down. Right. Yeah. I didn't put that together as there was a cross, and then she moved it, though. And now I have. Yeah. So great. Um... Yeah, so anyway, I felt bad for Miss Wardwell. She seemed like a nice lady who didn't deserve to die. She seemed, like, pretty happy with her life, too. Like, pretty content, Mm -hmm. kind. Wardwell is singing Bad Moon Rising on the um, radio. Yes, she is. And she said uh, that she feels, I think it's, I feel trouble on the way, or I see trouble on the way, or something like that. And I was like, you sure do, buckaroo. Mm, Whoops. Yikes. I thought that after seeing a zombie movie, it must have been really scary to see this creepy girl on the road and letting her in your car. Yo, so many mistakes were made that yeah. day, which sucks because I would probably make that mistake. Like, mm. it, I see an injured girl on the side of the road. Of course I'm going to help her. Robin's like, I'm slithering. I'm not doing that. I would definitely be staying in the car and calling the police and being like, someone come help her. It's not going to be me because I'm not about to get murdered this day. That's fair. I would call the police for sure. Yeah. 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 She probably, she definitely should have called the police. But thank God the police aren't the police in Riverdale because I don't know if Tom <laughs> Keller could have helped them. Tom Keller would have been like, this is too much. They were like, hey, listen, Grundy died in Greendale. And he's like, man, why am I hearing about this? This isn't my problem. <laughs> Even now it's like, we know like 
the Black Hood went to Greendale. Like, yeah. imagine the Black Hood walking through Greendale and being like, what the hell is going on in this place? Yeah, he's like, this place is crazy. This place is weirder than Riverdale. Yeah. Um, She mentions the doctor of the town, which is Dr. Saperstein. Mm-hmm. Jean Ralphio. Jean Ralphio? Jean Ralphio sure. Saperstein. Mm-hmm. Maybe their dad. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he was a lawyer, just kidding. The dad of Jean Ralphio is Steve Harrington, and we all know this. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You've seen that. Naturally. Okay, good. I know, but they did, like, a whole thing about yeah. it. When Miss Wardwell says, it's Ms., right? It's not Mrs. Wardwell. No, it's, it's Ms. Ms. Okay, yeah. Ms. Wardwell is her own, like, is a town historian, kind of. Mm-hmm. Just because she's interested in the town history and stuff, not because she's, like, official or anything. Yeah. So that was cool. And she's not, like, a witch, like, enthusiast, but she doesn't, I don't think she minds witches. Like, right. I think she had a lot of thoughts on the women who were hanged and them being accused of being witches because mm-hmm. you could tell she was pretty passionate about it. Because yeah. it was the first thing she shared with this young girl who's been traumatized. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are you telling her this? So here's a question I have now. Uh-huh. What happened to this girl's body after Madame Satan like vacated it? And who was this girl? I think she probably ate it. Ew. Or uh, does she only eat men? Only men. Oh. Uh, or did- maybe she was using man in like quotation marks like like mankind. You know, though, I think because she's such a misandrist and because she hates men so much, she probably just disposed of her body, like, probably burned it or something. Okay. Because that doesn't seem like... But, like, where did that girl come from? Exactly. Like, I kind of low-key want there to be a disappearance from Riverdale. Yeah. That we haven't really, like... Like, we haven't even noticed yet. And be like, hmm... I think that'd be really dope if they if there was like a missing poster or something. They're like, oh no, this girl is missing from Greendale. Or like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, from Greendale, that sucks. And it's just like the picture of the girl. Yeah, I just think that would. be I cool. mean, she came out of the woods. Yeah, who knows? She could have been in in on like griffins and gargoyles. Mm, that's true. Like, Ooh. she was dressed in like odd clothes. Yeah. Um. Instead of saying 2018, they say of this year. Like, when they say what the date is, yeah. of this year. Why do you think that they chose to do that? Um, I saw, and I think that this applies to Sabrina as well, um, the Riverdale cast said that the show will never reveal what year it's supposed to be set in, mm-hmm. because that sort of will keep you constantly curious slash never really tie them to like any sort of event. Yeah. And I think they're doing the same thing with Sabrina where it's like, yeah, they have smartphones, but they also have, you know, old school mortuaries and things Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, Salem's computer kind of looks like it's older. Ambrose's? That's what I meant. So I think it's just like, they'll never, we'll never know what time period it's supposed to be set in, which makes it perfect. Then you can watch it whenever. Mm -hmm. Like it's timeless. Right. Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. So they ask Sabrina to do a juice, like this juice cleanse type of thing, right? You got to cleanse your body before your ba- dark yes. baptism. Um, but when she does sign the actual book and like sort of does her baptism in the finale, she has not been doing this juice cleanse. Will there be consequences for this? No. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I think the juice cleanse is just kind of like part of the ritual that the witches have done. Kind of like preparing for the feast. Yeah. Where it's just sort of like, it doesn't really matter what you do to your body. Yeah. Because like, you're, you're going to die. Yeah. She chooses Edwina Diana as her new name. I love that. It never comes up again, but I think it's beautiful. I think it does, actually. I think they say, or at the Dark Batches, and they say Edwina Diana. Yeah, but then it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then I had the question, like, why do you need a new name? Blah, 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 and everything. And I did some research. Yeah, it's a Catholic thing. Um, Ambrose uses the phrase Penny Dreadful, which is a- Fantastic show. English TV show. Yes, it is. But it is derived from the actual phrase. Uh, which is Penny Dreadfolds were cheap popular serial literature produced during the 19th century in the United Kingdom. Uh, the term is roughly interchangeable with Penny Horrible, Penny Awful, and Penny Blood. Ooh, I like Penny Horrible. Uh, the term typically referred to a story published in weekly parts, each con- costing one penny. The subject matter of these stories were typically sensational, focusing on the exploits of detectives, criminals, or supernatural entities. So these are- That sounds fun. That's fan fiction TV. AU. Oh, yep. It's just, right. It's fic AU. Yep. Or AU fic, I guess. But um, later, which became zines. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, stories published in weekly parts. So that's so cool. we're still doing stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. That's an Archie comic. Um, Ambrose mentions that he's been like trapped for 75 years. So he's like 100 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, like, he's old. old. Yeah, he's old. Um, he's not as old as Hilda and Zelda, though. That's true. The Weird Sisters, they just kind of, like, show up. Can they apparate? I think so. You think so? Yeah. We never really see... I guess we do see people apparate. Mm -hmm. It's weird to me that they use, like, the astral plane then when they could just apparate somewhere. I mean, I understand why Ambrose uses it because he's not allowed to actually leave. But, like, Hilda in the finale, when she, like, shows up and she's like, Sabrina, like, um, we kind of have to go, right? She could have just apparated in and out. I think it's because you have to be some... 
Oh. Oh, no, that doesn't work either, though. Maybe it's just that one magical forest. Okay. What is that forest called in Riverdale? Fox Forest. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's something around there. Okay. I mean, weird stuff seems to happen in that forest, too. Yep. Everyone's like, if we don't watch Riverdale, and I'm like, we're going to talk about Riverdale a lot because the two shows are too tied in to not. Yeah. Okay, so the Weird Sisters as a title is, first of all, uh, characters in William Shakespeare's Scottish play. Yes. Um, which I don't say. Because, it's bad luck. Because it's bad luck. Yeah. Do you want to hear a story? Do I? I know. Yeah, I do. So I did a show in my second year of college called William Shakespeare's Land of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And we were doing- We talked about that earlier today. Yes. Yes. It's one of my favorite shows that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a young boy who was 14 years old. Why as- are you always in drag? Well, he- You spent a lot of your theater <laughs> career in drag, and then I pointed that out to you and you were like, no, I didn't. Literally every titular role that you played was in drag. Here's the thing, though, is John Rice was- Like, okay, so- the, I don't know how relevant this is, but in Shakespeare's times- um, Oh, I know. None of the women- were allowed on stage, so they so would everyone have, was in drag. Yeah, they would have young boys go on because they like had higher voices and they would play women. So my character was a boy who was playing a girl. So he was in a dress like the whole show, and and I kept being like, "Please, someone let me out of this dress," because it was a corset. I can't get out of it myself, yeah. and no one would ever do it. So I spent the whole show in a dress. So I was a boy, but I was in a dress. So mm-hmm. it's like I was in drag as a character. You're who was a woman in drag. pretending to be a man, pretending to be a woman. I was a character in drag who was in drag. Yes. Yeah, so there. That I mean, that's just me. Anyway, we're gonna do a school matinee, mm-hmm. um, which is like one of my favorites. It, your school matinees can either be great because they're like, "Yeah, this is so fun. Yeah, I'm out of school," or it can be terrible because they all just sit there like, oh, "I have to be here." But this is mm-hmm. stupid. But luckily, it was my entire drama class from my high school, so I knew a lot of the people mm-hmm. who were gonna be coming to the show, which was great. Um, and in the show, I had a mop. And I named him Moppy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in the show or anything. It's not a very original. His name yeah, no, his name, but his name was Moppy. Okay. Um, and he was like my buddy for like the whole show. Like as soon as the zombies come in, William Shakespeare's Land of the Dead, zombies come in to the round or the um 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 the the theater that mm-hmm. like he like the Globe, the Globe. Theater. Yeah, I was gonna say, are you trying to say the Globe? The Globe. Um, and all the zombies come in and they're like, ah, we're like trying to keep them out and ah and stuff. Um, and so as soon as the zombies come in the first time, I grab my mop like. I'm I'm mopping and everything and then it's like my weapon right mm-hmm. and so I have my mop for the whole show and like at the end I like still have my mop and it's all like messed up and and has blood all over it and everyone's like oh no this poor 14 year old <laughs> <laughs> um, and people cried it was great um but the very first or like the school matinee that all of my friends were at we get like 10 minutes into the show and that's like around when I have to like grab the mop and my friend Pharaoh is the one who's supposed to hand me the mop. She played, like, one of the only female characters in the show. Because Shakespeare. Huh. Um, and so she's supposed to be like, here, like, John, like, go and, like, mop the things or whatever. And so she comes over to me right before she's supposed to say her line. And she goes, the mop isn't here. <gasps> the mop is not on stage. So I'm like, cool. So I don't have a line for a while. So I just, um, leave? Oh my god! I don't, like... The main- You just kind of sidle away and like, no one's gonna notice if I'm not here. The problem is that like, the there were only two exits in the entire, on the entire stage because it was a thrust stage. Yeah. There's only two exits. One of them is the main doors that are supposed to be leading to the outside. So I can't go that way because I can't be like, my mop was outside. You know, I can't do that. So I have to go all the way up the stairs to like this like extra room that we had. And so I go all the way upstairs and I run down and the door was open a little bit, but I have to pass that way, right? So I have to crawl on the ground to get across the thing so that the audience doesn't see me. And I run in and I'm like, where's my mop? Where is the mop? And everyone's like, what? Oh, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be on stage. Uh," And I'm like, where's my mop? And so they're like, oh my God, here's your mop, right? So I get over there and I'm like crawling back around and I come back and I'm like, oh, here's my mop. And then I have my mop for the rest Mm -hmm. of the show. And I'm like, great. So this is when all, like a whole bunch of my friends were here and I didn't have my freaking mop and I wasn't. Anyway, I was so embarrassing. I was pissed. And then, um, after the end of the show, like, I was telling them, I was like, oh my god, like, my mop wasn't on stage, it was terrible. And my sister, who was at the show, because she was in, in the drama class with everyone, she's like, oh my god, Jelena said, I can't, I don't want to say it, but, like, she said, like, the name of the Scottish play <gasps> when we came, like, when we came in. She said the name of the Scottish play. And you're not supposed to say the name of the Scottish play in a theater, because something's gonna go wrong and terrible. So she said the name of the Scottish play and then my freaking mop wasn't on stage. That is like breaking the cardinal rule. Literally. Oh dear. 
But like my theater instructors were like very, very, very serious about not saying the Scottish play. And like even like listening to Take a Break in Hamilton, I'm just like, Lynn, what are you doing? I trust you'll understand the reference to another Scottish tragedy without my having a name the play. They think me Macbeth. Oh yeah, that's a... Uh, when he says it, I'm like, do not do that. That's because... pretty ballsy to sing in the middle yeah. of Broadway. My instructors, like, have, like, been in shows in which someone says the Scottish play and then, like, someone, like, falls off the stage. Like, it's, it's like, serious. Like, you don't do that crap. Anyway, so the Weird Sisters are, like, the, like, witch witches, I think, in, in the Scottish play. Uh-huh. Um, don't, don't they make it into a Doctor Who episode? Aren't they the ones that Martha Jones has to name? Oh. I I want to say. I don't recall. I, yeah. Yeah, look that up. The Weird Sisters is also a fictional rock band in Harry Potter. Um, they perform really well at at Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. I love seeing them perform. Because I didn't think that they were, like, more of a jazzy band, but they are. It's more like, Mm. like, 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 basically jazz it's yep. beautiful they did the yule ball and goblet of fire yes they did yeah they were so good it's fun because it, like i'm on like the wikipedia page that says weird sisters disamb- disambiguation right and it just gives you all the reason like ways that people have said the weird sisters and at the very end the weird sisters prudence agatha and dorcas characters from chilling adventures of sabrina so they made it they made it Brittany. i'm so proud of them oh right okay it's the Carrionites was the name of them, and that was the word that the doctor had to say mm. to, because name of the thing, like, basically curses them. Yeah. Um, so it was Carrionites, but they allude to the Weird Sisters from the Scottish play, mm. which was written several years after the uh, oh. the Shakespeare Code, which is that episode of Doctor right. Who. Okay, sweet. One of the things that I really like about Sabrina is that she refuses to be bullied. Oh, yeah. She's like, I am no victim. Yeah. Like, not, not only that, I am the hero. Yeah. In fact, um, hello, I'm the protagonist. You guys are being pre-antagonistic right now. She so loudly declares herself the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I respect her for it. Yeah. I love a take charge, like, woman. Um, I really loved the the detail that she, uh, when he uses the phrase witch hunt, and she says, I don't care for that I don't term. care for that. I love that. That was yeah. a good detail. Um, my, I mean, my next one is no one notices Wardwell's glow up, question mark? And I think that's Honestly, unrealistic. the most unrealistic part is not the cat that can talk to Sabrina <laughs> telepathically. It's not the witches. It's not the weird hooved, like, baby. Mm-hmm. It's that no one noticed that Madame Satan got hot. I'm very upset about it's this. It's rude. The assistant principal is Assistant Principal Glover. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything about that on the Archie page, though. Okay. Um, the principal's name is Principal Hawthorne. Garbage. Garbage. The thing about Hawthorne, I mean, I've, I was reminded of Gail Hawthorne from The Hunger Games. Oh, all right. But another thing is, it's just like whenever I see somebody with, who has a last name of like a wood, mm-hmm. um, I always go on Pottermore and see like what that wood says about their wand. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So the wandmaker Grigorovich, but this is just Harry Potter stuff. Like this isn't real life stuff. If you haven't read Harry Potter, read Harry Potter. But also, oh my the god, wandmaker... imagine a world where someone hasn't read Harry Potter. <laughs> I know what he did. Um, the wandmaker Grigorovich wrote that Hawthorne makes a strange, contradictory wand as full of paradoxes as the tree that gave it birth, whose leaves and blossoms heal, and yet whose cut branches smell of death. Oh boy! Oh boy, that's fun. Um, also, Principal Hawthorne is literally the person, like, I don't, I don't know what makes Principal Hawthorne so freaking special that Hilda has a crush on him and Madam Satan, like, like, he's, like, the main person who she's talking to. Like, he's the, the reveal at the end of the finale. I'm like, why is he so special? I think it's not that he's special, it's just that he's a convenient antagonist who's easy to hate. Yeah. But I did think it was interesting that the two patriarchal figures in Sabrina's life are both, like, have, like, wood names, like Blackwood and Hawthorne. Right. Um, and that they both suck. Yeah. And I want to kill them both. Cool. Yeah. Luckily, I I don't have to kill one of them now. I have a really important question. Yeah. Um, that I think is actually pretty interesting. My next question is, did she know he was scared of spiders, or did she cast a spell so that the thing he was scared of would show itself? No, Madam Satan literally says he has a fear of spiders. No, I know, but, like, did she know that, or did she cast a spell? Because, like, a spider comes walking up, and then she goes... Oh, he's scared of spiders, you know. So I'm just wondering if she like oh. cast a spell to be like, hmm, like, I, like, how can we destroy him? What is he afraid of, or something? And then the spider showed up, and she was like, "Cool, he's scared of spiders." I think it was just like, what's a universal thing that would scare the crap out of anyone? Being attacked by an army of spiders. But she says he's like specifically terrified of spiders, though. You know she I mean? must have some of Wardwell's past knowledge. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, hmm. she had to because she assimilated way too quickly into that school. He's the only person who noticed her glow up. Yep. He's the only person. Yep. I don't get it. I don't get it. Hmm. I don't appreciate it. Um, Sabrina uses the phrase graven image, 
when she like rips out his picture from the yearbook. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I what appreciate that meant. That she uses a ruler to do it. Yeah, it was my lines. my inner Virgo was yeah. like yes. Um, a graven image is a carved idol or representation of a god used as an object of worship or as an object curse. Um, she has that uh thermos with the Archies on it. That was so cute. Yeah, one of the well, Easter eggs. Nod. Um, oh, uh, Madam Satan's crow slash raven familiar is named stolas uh stolas is a great prince of hell commands 26 legions of demons and teaches astronomy and the knowledge of poisonous plants herbs and precious stones he is depicted as either being a crowned owl with long legs a raven or a man he sounds fantastic so there you go and now he's dead and now he's dead thanks a lot the kempers are here they adopted Connor, yes, which is important to know because he is a witch. But also isn't really important at all because even though his death plays a role in the season, it isn't really that important. I have a question, Brittany. Yeah. So when um there are Muggleborn witches in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. like people like McGonagall show up to their houses on their like eleventh birthday, yeah, and explain everything. But when witches like Connor are adopted. Who comes to him on his dark baptism day and tells him everything? You know I what I mean? I don't know if he ever gets a dark baptism. I oh, think maybe think? they live out normal lives and yeah. are never told what they are. I would say he's around like 20, 20, like, uh, like early 20s yeah. was my guess for him. So yeah, I'm just like interested in his, in more of his story. And it's kind of too bad that his parents are now also dead because I, I was kind of interested in Yeah, it really life. didn't go anywhere. It only served to get Ambrose hooked up with, like, Connor's friend, who didn't mm-hmm. seem at all upset that his friend died. But I guess because he was a wizard and they don't really care about mortals. Yeah. So, well, quote unquote mortals. Um, so, will Sabs, I call Sabrina Sabs sometimes just to make things easier for myself. I don't know why. Um, but will she stop aging now after the finale? Yeah, probably. Ooh. Well, I mean, she'll just age a lot slower. Yeah, so, like, Harvey's gonna be like, Sabrina, let's get married. I don't know why they're married and, she- and she's out. <laughs> he's really old for some reason and she's like what i'm still like 20 yeah she's literally gonna be like 20 forever probably yeah probably wouldn't that be nice oh god <laughs> um i thought it was really dumb that sabrina was like harvey i'm going away to a boarding school he's like oh what school and she's like <laughs> like <laughs> like if you're gonna lie to somebody have your lie ready ambrose told her yeah he literally said hey you should probably start preparing them for that and she did not even think to look up boarding schools yeah. sabrina google is right there yeah <laughs> um the forest is just so clearly vancouver forest watch the hundred thanks yeah yeah um i have a question mm-hmm. um so sabrina performs like this obliviate type spell on harvey yeah. to make him forget about what she just told him is the kiss at the very end of it, like, a part of it? Or was that just her being, like, a transition out of forgetting something? I think it's a transition out. Yeah. But I love the way they cast spells in this show with, mm. like, the the rhyming. Yeah. I love that. And I also just thought maybe Sabrina killed the bat as some sort of, like, ingredient for a potion. Because you know how witches keep weird crap around to make potions. Yeah, but then she just buries it. Oh, I've just you've just thwarted my whole theory. I'm sorry. That was very upsetting. Yeah. But I did, like, when Sabrina does things, like... It always sounds so like a little bit sing songy, yeah. and I think it's quite cute because I think it's cute too. She d- she casts spells in a way that like the older witches and wizards don't. Right, they only do when like they actually when they're working together and stuff. But know? they take it more seriously. They're more like chants. Yeah. Whereas Sabrina's are more like little poems. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of jack o' lanterns. Did they carve them themselves, or did they do a Molly Weasley and just go? Whoosh, whoosh, I want it to look like a a puppy. Whoosh probably that one yeah, okay <laughs> but i love the idea of hilda sitting down and making zelda carve pumpkins and yeah. ambrose is like i don't want to do this i want to get drunk and here's the thing there are five of there are at least five pumpkins yeah so like somebody did too and it's probably hilda it's probably hilda yeah. um they mentioned how the witching hour is midnight it's not midnight dude i literally googled it and it's midnight but three is the 3 a.m is the most cursed hour no i know and like you know that's been brought up on especially the shane dawson videos we watch and everything and i got it from the conjuring oh okay well if you if you literally google uh the witching hour it says midnight so the witching hour is about to begin all of my hocus pocus buddies will get that okay um so it's not 3 a.m no it's 3 a.m is more like a haunting hour i guess so yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. i can see that because like demons are like 3 a.m., but witches are, like, reasonable midnight. Yeah, <laughs> reasonable midnight. This is why I like witches. Um, you already brought this up, but the Weird Sisters are jealous because Sabs is the daughter of a high priest. So is Prudence. Mm. <laughs> but they don't know that yet. Um, Remember when they killed Agatha? <laughs> yeah. That was so weird. <laughs> 
Um, the way that her parents died was that they were flying to Italy and their plane went down um, because Edward was going to do a talk at the Vatican. The Vatican is important, but I don't know how these two things coalesce. Because Ambrose tried to blow it up. Yeah, but 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 those things couldn't have happened at the same time. Like No, because Ambrose has been in prison for like 75 yeah. years. Yeah, so I'm not sure. It feels like those things should go together, but I don't know how they do. And I don't think, like, if their plane went down in-universe, that should be a more famous thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, missing planes are, like, a huge obsession yeah. here in the mortal world. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't Sabrina be able to look up a plane crash and be like, hey, that never happened? Yeah, it's weird to me that the Weird Sisters are like, hey, what if um what your aunts told you isn't true? And she's just like, oh, guess I'll ask my aunts who apparently lied to me about it and then won't do anything else. Like Wikipedia! You know what this is? This is like an ABPS. <laughs> When, because the Dursleys are like, Harry, your parents died in a car crash. And they're like, a car crash? Kill Lily and James Potter? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in AVPS, he's like, oh, yeah, my parents, they got in a car crash. They car- they crashed their car into an alligator. And then my parents, the alligator ate my parents and then took out a knife and gave me this scar. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's literally as believable as this plane crash. You're yeah. like, yeah, no, for sure, Sabrina. Yeah, for sure. so it's like, and especially, it's even like his aunt and uncle lying to him. But also, why would they even travel by mortal means in the first place? Why would you take a plane? Mm -hmm. Witches clearly have different ways to travel. Yeah. Okay, here's my big question. Okay. So they said that Father Blackwood is the representative for the Dark Lord in the Church of Night. Okay. Does that mean that there's only one coven in the world and it's in Greendale? I have a lot of questions about how their coven works. And like, the why does, I mean, obviously, we don't even talk about this in this episode, but like, why does Ambrose... Why did Ambrose blow up the Vatican? Is it because it's like the main like Christianity thing, like the main? Catholic oh yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 for sure. So then, why is he going to take to like what is this talk of the Vatican that he is? I think it was probably to. It, I think the Vatican's probably aware of witches. Oh, oh, you mean like the um, what's it called in Twilight with the vampires who also live near the Vatican? I would not know because I've never seen Vulturi? or gone anywhere near Twilight. The because I, I at the time respected myself. That's okay. But now Twilight's having a weird, like, 2018 resurgence. And I'm like, okay, so we're doing Twilight, but memes now. Yeah. That's okay. I'm fine with that. The Volturi. I remember what they were But I also really respect, like, Stephanie Meyer, because she was like, I'm going to turn fan fiction into money. Yeah. And and then someone else turned her fan fiction into fan fiction, and they turned it into money. Yeah. It's kind of genius. Why haven't we done that? I can't write prose. Why haven't I done that? Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else? What? What's next? I have more things. Um, there are two babies. Twins are a big deal. Goat baby? Question mark, question mark, question mark. We already talked about this. Goat baby. Um, oh, yeah. We're yes, this is this my too. brother. He is a goat. I said that spider crap would send me to a mental hospital. I would literally, that would literally be so traumatic for me that I would never want to enter the world again. I don't want to talk about it. But, um, Hilda says to Zelda, Zelda, your blood pressure or whatever. Zelda, what? blood pressure problems, question mark? I don't know. Witches have blood pressure? They talk about how her dad was almost excommunicated because he married her mother. Mm-hmm. But Hilda gets excommunicated and it doesn't seem that bad. Like, she's still allowed to go places. Yeah, Hilda's literally allowed to do everything any other witch does. Yeah, they're like, you're excommunicated, so don't come to the to the feast. And she's like, okay. And then later they're like, oh, Hilda, yeah, you can come to the church. It's fine. Yeah, she's like, like she's there for the trial. Like, yeah. she's just always around. Hilda's like, this is actually ideal for me. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love being excommunicated. Yeah, right? And then yeah. you have to do all the gross things. But yeah. You can also show up to the things you want to show up yeah. to. She doesn't have to participate in cannibalism. Honestly, ideal. Sign me up. Um, the malamalis um, is the apple of evil for men, but the fruit of knowledge for women. Why is it different? I'm confused. Because of Adam and Eve. Okay. Eve bit the fr- she bit the forbidden fruit and got them kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Yeah, so why shouldn't it, why isn't it evil for her? Because ugh, there's like this whole because because that's what she gets when she bites the apple. She gets like some knowledge. Yeah, but she's I think, like, oh my god, we're naked now. I think Lilith plays a role somewhere in there. I don't even know who that is. I'm so Madam sorry, Satan. Claire. Okay. What? Lilith. Why haven't we called her Lilith this whole time? Because she has like 500 different names. She's oh. just like the female devil. Well, Lilith sure is shorter than Madam Satan. Let's call her that. No, her name is Madam Satan. Okay. She prefers Madam Satan. She literally calls herself Lilith in the finale. She literally goes through all of her names. Oh. You were not paying attention. I probably was, but I was like, this is a long list I don't care about. Let me Google. Um, Sabrina uses the word groovy. That's it. That's that whole note. I think that- I think that's a nod to the- To the old one? Yeah. So, okay. So, 
Listen to this. Mm -hmm. A feminist parable by Judith Placa... Plaskow Goldenberg typifies the new view of Lilith. At first, Goldenberg's fanciful tale follows the basic Ben Sire plotline. Lilith dislikes being subservient to Adam, so she flees paradise and her absence inspires God to create Eve. But in Goldenberg's retelling, the exiled Lilith is lonely and tries to re-enter the garden. Adam does everything he can to keep her out, inventing wildly untrue stories about how Lilith threatens pregnant women and newborns. One day, Eve sees Lilith on the other side of the garden wall and realizes Lilith is a woman like herself. Swinging on the branch of an apple tree, a curious Eve catapults herself over Eden's walls where she finds Lilith waiting. As the two women talk, they realize they have much in common till the bond of sisterhood grew between them. Aww. The budding friendship between Lilith and Eve puzzles and frightens both men and deity. Oh, what the heck? I kinda think that might have something to do with it. Okay. I like that. Um, okay. <laughs> You're like, what? Two women being friends? Ah! No thanks. That's scary. Too for me. Um... The, like, receptionist, her name is Mrs. Meeks. Uh, yes. And so I put that in the Archie characters thing. Mm -hmm. Um, we have Mr. Malcolm Meeks. Okay. Uh, a timid substitute teacher in the 1980s. He eventually revealed that his timorous nature was the result of his frustration of being unable to save a comrade when he served in the Vietnam War. Ooh, that's dark. Finally, Meeks found peace with himself when he saved the victims of a helicopter crash. Why is this in Archie? Why is this in Archie? And took a full-time teaching job at the nearby Tri-City College Preparatory High School. He was just minutes away from the local airport where he would spend his after-school hours investigating the wonders of flight. Someday, he mused, he would fly with the local Blue Eagles team and touch the sky and go beyond the limits of the clouds. Like many characters, he disappeared from view. It is revealed in the later comic that he has moved to Central High to teach. Central High? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Meeks. I hope that's her entire backstory. The name Meeks, yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that after they're like, oh, um, the principal isn't here today. Roz was like, what? He's never not here. Did you stick pins in a voodoo doll? And she's like, haha, no, but I could have. No, pretty close though. <laughs> Actually, pretty damn close. Yeah, she's yeah. like, no, um, but that is a thing I could have done. Yeah. That's definitely a thing in canon that I could do. Yeah. Um, cats allowed in school, question mark? Yeah, Salem just kind of wanders around and no one's like, hey, a cat. Like, he's allowed in this school, but not in the other one, I guess. My thing is, if I saw a cat wandering around in a high school, I'd be like, kitty! I'd be like, oh my gosh, who has blessed us this day? Yeah, like, who are you? Yeah. Um, the ants are really bad at puzzles. They are. Wow. Yeah. I didn't notice that the first time. I was like, guys. <laughs> guys, you're you can try harder to find the best, the better, the piece that actually fits. Yeah. Um, witches' marks don't bleed. Is that a thing in lore? I didn't look it up. I don't know. The thing that just made me laugh was they were like, oh my god, like, it doesn't bleed. I'm like, that guy's been dead for, like, two days. Yeah, wait, how long is Nothing he bleeds yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, they talk about there being, like, a witch hunter that maybe killed him. Um, but, like, as far as we know, like, we the Kinkles were witch hunters, but are they- I don't think they're doing it actively. No, I, that, it never gets resolved. Yeah, they're so like, that's never- who, who murders this guy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No one cares. Yeah, they literally just, like, are like, oh my gosh, oh, we have questions about this guy. Let's just kill his parents so that, uh- we can't ever know the answers, and then no one asks about it. In many ways, that's very Riverdale. That's They're so like, true. You know what? We don't feel like wrapping up this plotline, so let's just kill everyone involved, and then you'll forget about it. And I'm like, but I'm not gonna. But now we said it. I won't forget about it. I'm not gonna forget about yeah. it. I might. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Zelda who mentions that witches without covens are easy pickings, and um, Wardwell later is just like, oh yes, I'm a witch, but I don't have a coven. Hmm. I, I don't know. She's not easy pickings or anything. I no, because she's like, literally Satan. Yeah, but yeah. um, I just like noticed that those two things kind of went together. She's like, oh my gosh, it's like too bad that they didn't choose a closed casket because we haven't been cannibals in ages. I'm like, how Ew. long is ages? Last year with the Feast of Feasts? Like, yeah, exactly. Like literally a year ago? How is that how long ages is? I feel like Zelda stands so hard for this and she's like, oh, I miss this and this and this. And then she actually like sees it and she's like, ew. I think I only like these things because I've been taught that I have to. Mm. And I don't really like them at all. Yeah. Um, Sabrina bites the malamalis mm -hmm. and the this weird gross apple dream doesn't answer any of the questions she asks. So when she yeah. comes home and she says, I've made a decision, I'm like, oh, well, I can't tell what decision you've made because that didn't answer anything. Yeah. Um, all I did was show her the hanging witches. Yeah. Um, Which, like, gives us, definitely gives us some some answers, but not to the things that she wanted an answer for. Yeah. Um, and she has bloody hands, which I guess is representative of, of her being responsible for the witches being sent back to hell. Right. Um, like, their blood is literally on her hands. Yeah. Um, 
Was there anything else that was significant about that? Other than what's his face coming out of the tree? Yeah, I don't know. Just meant to be scary, I guess. Yeah, I think it was just like, if she saw something scary, then it was a sign that she shouldn't do it. And I'm like, but aren't you supposed to see scary things? You're a witch. Yeah. My last question is... And I think I can answer my own question, actually. But, like, why doesn't Sabrina know who Blackwell, Blackwood, sorry, Blackwood is? Yeah, you think, like, number one Blackwood stand Zelda would have told her. Because, like, it makes sense because, you know, she's half witch. She hasn't gone to the academy. Like, she doesn't know things, right? Like, she's been But they don't even take her to church. That. Yeah, right? Like, they don't. Why do they just expect her to get baptized without knowing anything about the actual church, you know? It's like, so weird. And he, and then, like, next episode, he's just like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. And he gets there. She gets there. And he's like, everything is not fine. Yeah. And she's like, man, maybe I'd be more down for this if I had, like Zelda, been conditioned to like this the whole time. Like, maybe that was what their problem, what that, that's what their mistake well, was. Well, literally, Zelda said we should have homeschooled her. And I'm like, why weren't you doing both? Yeah. Like, Zelda is so married to these traditions. Why did she not also teach Sabrina about the things that, like, are important for her to know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how she's surprised that Sabrina rebels. Yeah. She has no information. Um, Those were all my all Those my are thoughts. also all my thoughts. Okay, cool. So now we're going to do our segments. My first, or I guess the, our main segment is the best line award. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best line award goes to Sabrina for the use of the word. Suck you bitches. Yes. Which is not a phrase, suck you bitches, but uh, succubus succubitches bitches. like succubus. I think it's iconic. I think so too. I think that's genius. Yeah. And mine goes to Ambrose for, are you sure you don't want to kill him? Because we could do that. Because it's like, like you know you what? Sure? I'm Ambrose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we are going to do some other segments. You have one already. I already forgot what it was. It was who's the best. Milf. Oh, right. Okay. So my Riverdale segment is like, like which milf is the most badass. Yeah, which episode. milf was the most badass. And so, um, a lot of the time, it goes to Alice Cooper. Yeah. Um. So in this one, I feel like it's actually going to, we're going to have some good variety here. Um. But I'm still going to give it to, gosh, who am I going to give it to? And the thing is that like all the people that you could give it to, like none of them are mothers. So no, mil- they're milf just, is a relative term. M- yeah. MILF to me is just, they're attractive women over 40. Mm. Um. I'm just going to give it to Madam Satan just because, you know, this was the birth of her right. in this episode, you right. know, like this was the introduction of her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then I should also have a segment, but I don't, I guess that's the I end. should also have a segment. How many times did I bring up Harry Potter in a podcast? Oh well. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say ten. Yeah, um, that, I mean, I don't have one right now. If anybody has a good idea, then, like, let me know. My favorite thing is, like, anyone who's Wiccan or, like, actually, like, worships at the Church of Satan is gonna look at this podcast and be like, and, like, you know, Sabrina in general and be like, this is weak. Because mm-hmm. instead of, like, you know, referencing, you know, biblical things we're like well how does this relate to harry potter (laughs) listen we are just referencing the things that we know yeah right so that's all we can do we're not claiming to be an in-depth podcast Mm -mm. in terms of biblical terminology or understandings Mm -mm. but we will be here for your entertainment right and that's sort of important in life we have a lot of questions that you probably also have and we probably don't have any answers but we're gonna try we're gonna try we're gonna try our friggin damnedest all right and we, we will also be here to make a lot of Riverdale references. Oh, so many. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Harry Potter. Wait for, like, that's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of Harry Wait Potter. for it. Yeah. Wait for it. And we've also mentioned Hamilton a few times as well now. Yeah, that really doesn't have any relation. I don't know how that happened. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Uh, please, if you would like to review us on iTunes, we like those. And we also have a survey. It's just kind of, like, perpetually open. And, uh, yeah, you can just do that. It's in the description. Thanks. If you're a fan of Riverdale, which I'm just assuming you are if you've yeah. watched this, but if you're not, I mean, I'd say- You're already I, in the right I, place. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'd say get into it because really, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. Honestly, it's so good. I love that's, it so much. That's a bold stroke. I will say it, though. I love it a lot. I'm not going to call it good, but I will call it entertaining. Oh, it's so enjoyable. Yeah. Um, If you're a fan of Riverdale, we talked about season one. We talked about season two. We're in the middle of season three. There's a lot going on. Yes. And it's on this feed already, so it's literally so easy to find. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of The 100, we like to talk about that show too. Uh, basically, if you want to find any of our podcasts, you can just search Aficionados on your favorite podcast source and you'll totally find it. Um, but we've done The 100, which is season four, season five. We're going to be doing season six. We're going to be at Unity Days uh, in January. And we're going to be, you know, going Unity back to Days the beginning is the 100, at some point. Is, uh, the 100 the 100 here in Vancouver. Or the 100- I, she said it. Go on. Yeah. Um, also, like, if you search Fiction Autos, you'll find our Lost Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we did season one. We're in the middle of season two. It is Robin's favorite thing in the entire world. Sure so, is. 
And I mean, if you want an actual quality good show, watch Lost. Oh my god, it's <laughs> so good. Honestly, it's like I personally say it's like the best TV show in it's, the whole it's world. It's one of the best TV shows of all time. But like, um, I, I can... would say that that's Battlestar Galactica. Sure. Um, but I can say that like it is definitely one of the best shows of all time. Oh, for sure. In my head, in my heart, it's number one. But in reality, actual, it's reality, also one of the number ones. It is one of the best ones. Yes. So that one's super fun. We talk if you if you like long podcasts, that's where you find it. Yeah. And um, we have guests on that one, so that's extra fun. Yes, we do. Yeah. If you like Stranger things our stranger things pod starts in 2019 we currently have a soundcloud ready in which you can listen to a preview where we talk about some of our favorite um characters and storylines and everything so you can Weather definitely britney likes the parents and robin likes the kids <laughs> shocking no way. um we are currently waiting on an itunes link for that uh hurry up apple taps wrist could be could be up by the time that this goes up so check our Twitter uh, to know that, but that's definitely coming. So if you like Stranger Things, go and subscribe to that. It's on SoundCloud already. I like strange things. Yeah. So I like things that are a little bit stranger. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Love those things. You can follow the Fiction Autos on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Rebel, YouTube, but mostly Twitter. And Robin's very dedicated to our Tumblr. Very dedicated. Every two days I post a GIF that is one of our favorite line of words. Yeah. So um, please God, I work really hard on it. Thanks. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaffectionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because it's expensive. Yeah, it is. So Especially with the five. How many podcasts do we have now? Five. five. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. So if you don't know, Patreon is a service in which you can donate monthly to some of your favorite uh, 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 creators. creators. Is the word you were looking for. Yes. And um, every year we send out some postcards to our Patreon spo- our sponsors. Thank you. Um, and... We have a lot of extras uh, this year because Staples made us order more. Um, yeah, <laughs> there yeah, was a minimum. They, yeah, they did. Um, so if you want one, you can join our Patreon when you hear this and you'll probably get it. Yeah. Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you it with stamps and everything. <laughs> with How else would you send it? You just hand it to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Stupid. You can follow me on Twitter at Appertania, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at that. Are you laughing at how I said titty? No. I'm laughing at just <laughs> flying to wherever they live and then handing it to them instead of just doing stamps. <laughs> it's like so much more expensive. That's not efficient at all. <laughs> That's what we're using your Patreon money for. <laughs> Flights to hand you. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Pretty much everywhere. Um, Next episode is episode 102, The Dark Baptism. And it's called that because... Spoiler alert, that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Because Sabrina is supposed to do her dark baptism. And that's why it's called that. Do you think her dress stayed black? Oh. Like her mom's wedding dress? Do you think that was ruined from then on? I think she was wearing it in her, like, dream in episode... Question mark? Yeah, that's that's a dream though. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Okay, so that that didn't help me at all, did it? Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. (laughs) Too (laughs) big.